This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give me a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have to set up either a face-to-face meeting uh, or in a virtual meeting, whatever you're comfortable with. You know, oftentimes on the show when we talk about retirement, we usually do it in, in the mindset of a, a married couple or, or a committed couple entering retirement together. Um, and so they have different streams of income and Social Security benefits and all those pieces can play together. But the truth of the matter is, you know, we can't overlook those who are going to be entering into retirement and may be single because some we need to consider some things and think about things in a more even more strategic manner as as you approach retirement as a single individual. So that's what I want to talk about today. Some ideas and and pieces of information that um, those single retirees should start to think about whether they're approaching retirement or even in retirement at this point. But before we dive into that in in any more detail, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony. Uh, Tony, how are you today? I am doing great, Peter. Uh, I've had a great week, kept really busy and uh, got outside, got some things done. I love the the fall, the weather, yeah, uh, the whole thing, changing of the leaves. It's great. So I've had a really good week. How about you? What have you been up to? Yeah, it's been a it's been a really great week. You know, meeting with people, talking about retirement stuff on the work side, and still getting out there with fall. You're right, fall's a great season to to continue to get things done around the house and in the house. So it's been good. It's always busy. There's never a dull moment. That's for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I know in your life there's never a dull moment. (laughs) Between work and family, I know you like to keep busy. And I think you've got a great topic for our show today. I mean, as you said, a lot of retirement planning seems to focus on couples. I mean, we talk a lot about that here. Mm. But with about 10,000 Americans retiring every day or reaching retirement age, 65, every single day, I think it makes sense that uh, a lot of them are probably single, whether by choice or divorce or the loss of a spouse, right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Tony. And certainly we we don't want to leave those people out when we talk about retirement planning because it's important. And so what I want to do is kind of start uh, on a first tip and it's where we start with anything, right? We've talked about this. The great starting point is beginning with with a plan, right? Now that sounds simple enough and we've talked about that before, but again, I want to stress is a wide ranging initial plan is going to make the rest of retirement planning proceed much easier, right? If you're heading into retirement as a single person, you're joining a club about 20 million of your fellow Americans that are doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, 20 million, that's a huge club to be a part of. Tell us more about how to go about making retirement plans then if you're single. 
Yeah, absolutely, Tony. So obviously, re- retirement planning when you're single is very different than retirement planning if you're married or in a committed relationship. With that in mind, the first element of your retirement strategy should be focused on saving as much money as you possibly can and doing it as early as possible. After all, if you're single, you aren't in a position to share household expenses with another person. And these these expenses, right, they're all on you as the individual. And you don't get the tax breaks, for example, that are designed for married couple. And finally, Finally, as perhaps the most important piece, you don't have a spouse or a partner that you can rely on on to take care of you should you become ill. So with those factors, you know, when I sit down with people, I often recommend if you're going to be approaching retirement as a single individual, you should be setting uh, aside between 10 to 20 percent of your income annually. Now, that's an ambitious goal. I get that. And it may take some time to ratchet up to that point. But but saving that amount of money is going to make sure sure that retiring as a single individual is going to be doable and financially sustainable. Right. And there you go. I mean, uh, I think this is really important. So um, I'm right there with you. I mean, when it comes to building a retirement strategy, saving your money is one of the first things that obviously financial experts point to. Uh, But like you said, if you're single, it's even more important, isn't it? Yeah, that's right, Tony. And to tie into the previous point about saving money, you should also plan to build a strategy around the assumption that you're going to live a long time after you retire, right? If you retire at 65, uh, there's there's no reason not to think you're, you're going to live for another 20 to 25 years. That means you can likely look forward to plenty of adventures and great experiences with family and friends, but it also means you need to make sure you have a plan that is going to allow you to have enough money uh, to last for two two and a half decades. If you haven't already, then, you know, I certainly would connect with a financial service professional to start, you know, coming up with a strategy to make sure the money that you've saved is also going to last uh, when you need to start spending it through your retirement years. Yeah. I mean, getting together with a financial professional to talk through some of this and especially potential income producing strategies uh, is so critical. Uh, What do you have for us next? So the next thing that you want to work into your strategy isn't necessarily about dollars and cents, but it's really about making sure that you have a sense of what your new purpose is going to be. And what I mean by that is, you know, for the last maybe 30 or 40 years, your purpose has been going to your your employment, right? That's been your main purpose, your main drive. But the truth of the matter is, after you have punched that time clock for the last time, what are you going to do next? Having an idea about that is going to be very important, right? Your new purpose should include the things that you've always dreamed about, whether it's uh, taking a trip across Europe or going to Alaska on a cruise or fly fishing or even visiting China and seeing the Great Wall or something less ambitious, right? Maybe it's just making sure you can go out and play golf every other day uh, in a way that you haven't. You have to have an understanding of what your purpose is going to be because uh, once you know your purpose, then we can start supporting that with an income strategy to meet your basic needs, but also the things and your new purpose in, in retirement. Well, yeah, and I think that's hugely important. Now, let's take a moment to let our listeners know how they can set up a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation strategy session or consultation with you so they can get going on this, whether they're single or married. 
Yeah. So, so like Tony said, whether you're single or married, you know, we are happy to sit down with folks and, and start planning out uh, a retirement strategy. If you don't have one, or even if you have a strategy uh, and you want to kind of get a second opinion, we offer this consultation um, that's complimentary where you come in, we kind of review your plans and your, your situation to date, and then come back to you um, with some of our recommendations in, uh, in the way that it's going to match what you're looking to do in retirement. If you're interested in, in going down that path, give me a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and we can set up an appointment, uh, again, either in person or virtually if, if that's what you're comfortable with. And, and we can start exploring what your retirement plan is going to look like, uh, both on the financial side, but you know these conversations also force people to start thinking about what do they actually want to do in retirement. Right. And that's key. And what's that phone number they can call one more time to set up a complimentary consultation with you? Yeah, that's 866-360-2724. All right. Thanks, Peter. And listeners, we're talking about, uh, we're having a really fun conversation about what you should do to prepare for retirement if you're single. And I think this is a really great topic because I feel like it doesn't get the attention it deserves. So how would you like to start this next segment? Tony, the next tip that I want to touch upon falls into one of those foundational categories of investment advice. And the tip essentially is making sure that we carefully design a retirement savings that is going to weather uh, markets up and ups and downs, right? As a single retiree, you should have the added sensitivity to market volatility, especially to the downside. You know, a serious market downturn, especially in the lead up to retirement, uh, can be devastating because you don't have a second income per se or even a second social security benefit in retirement or spousal retirement accounts to mute the effects of a serious loss in your retirement account. So making sure that you're employing something that we call downside protection, a mechanism that's going to shield yourself from declines uh, that's built right into the investment is imperative, uh, especially as a single retiree, either uh, entering retirement, in retirement, or preparing for retirement down the road. Yeah. Yeah, and that's key right there. And to me, if you're likely to retire as a single person, all of your financial senses need to be heightened then. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, specifically, obviously, market volatility, but it's important also just to know your money, right? To know what's going on. Make sure that you really research and contemplate the various ways that you can maintain income after you retire. Obviously, there are a lot of ways to provide yourself with retirement income, so beginning the process early is really critical. And knowing your money goes beyond just saving it and making it grow, it also means knowing where it is likely to be spent. About 69% of people will need some sort of long-term care after they turn 65. And as you might imagine, long-term care is not necessarily cheap. Think about this, Tony. 15% of the people who turned 65 between 2015 and 2019 spent a quarter million dollars or more on long-term care. So as you build your retirement strategy, working on the assumption that needing long-term care at some point in your retirement is probably a wise move. Well, yeah, definitely a wise move. And I think uh, those long-term care stats are sobering, to say the least. Are there ways, though, to prepare for long-term care beyond just saving money or building a retirement income stream? 
Yeah, there are, Tony, and I'm glad you asked that question. The most common way to prepare for potentially expensive ongoing retirement health care needs is to purchase a long-term care insurance policy. And like so many other parts of retirement strategy, the sooner you do it, the better. Depending on what you purchase, long-term care insurance may help provide you with the nursing care and other things uh, that standard health care is not going to provide in the uh, in the after effects of a major medical event, such as a stroke or a heart attack. Purchasing, purchasing long-term care insurance early in your working years and when you're younger is also going to lower the cost of um, the coverage uh, for that insurance. Another benefit of long-term care insurance is that it, it helps alert your family and friends um, that you know there's something one that's there for to help you in in your needs, but it's also going to make sure they know what to do if you become seriously ill or, or incapacitated. Right. And my ears perked up when you mentioned alerting friends and family because a spouse or partner isn't the only person who you go through retirement with. You have family and friends that you care about and who care about you. Yeah, you're spot on there, Tony. Even if you're single, it's important to keep your state documents updated. We've talked about this before, but estate documents are going to include your will, medical directives, if you created a trust, um, those documents, also your powers of attorney. Your individual retirement accounts and life insurance policies, they also have beneficiaries uh, that you want to make sure that you keep updated as your circumstances and your perspective on life uh, and your interactions with people change over time as well. So if you got to keep in mind, if you don't have these documents up to date, uh, then everything's going to be essentially left to the state to figure out, whatever state you live in, right? They're going to appoint someone to take to shepherd your estate through probate, and then things may go, money, possessions, what have you, may go to people that you don't want them to or you didn't intend them to go to. So it's important that you make sure um, your wishes are spelled out in those estate documents and that you, you visit that topic, you know, with some frequency to make sure that they're up to date. Well, sure. I mean, that's that's critical right there. Uh, now, we should probably let our listeners know uh, again how to get a hold of you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we talked about the complimentary uh, consultation before, and that's a great way, you know, in that complimentary consultation, we talk about income planning investments. We also talk about estate planning and making sure we set up uh, an estate that's going to reflect your wishes, but also the retirement plan that we've created. So if you're interested in starting a conversation uh, about your overall retirement plan and and one that really is holistic, right? We take a a bunch of different uh, topics into account. Again, so Security planning, uh, estate planning, uh, market volatility planning, all those pieces and, and put it together into one cohesive plan. Give me a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us on the IVAG.com uh, on our website and, and we can start that conversation uh, again uh, complimentary. Awesome. Now, we've been talking about what people need to do to prepare for retirement if they're single. How would you like to start off this final segment? So the next piece of advice, Tony, that I want to share with folks is, you know, you may want to retire at 65 and in your mind, that's what you're thinking about. But, you know, you should maybe consider waiting until you're 70 to retire if you can. Right. And the reason for this has to do with Social Security and the value that comes in in delaying taking your benefit every year that you delay your retirement before beyond your full retirement age, which for uh, for the sake of our conversation today, we'll call 66, uh, age 66. For every year that you delay that, your Social Security rolls up at 
because there's a there's a credit that essentially is given to you for delaying taking your income. So if you delayed taking Social Security until age 70, you can boost your Social Security benefit by 32%. Wow. So if you're retiring as a single person, a 32% Social Security increase could be really helpful when it comes to trying to you know stretch your money, those dollars and cents throughout retirement. Absolutely. That 32%, that bigger social security benefit is going to allow you, you know, if you're working on a budget per se, that the income that you need, you may not have to draw down as much from your savings account and therefore allowing those accounts to last for a longer period of time. And, and, you know, another way when it comes to putting more money in your pocket for retirement is maybe finding an additional source of income. Oh, so, you know, is this, you're talking about the side gig or side hustle thing that I've heard so much about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm touching upon, Tony. And don't fear, I'm not, I'm not saying people should go out and transition to some, another full-time job, but really maybe a side gig is something that you just go out and do and work part-time, right? And there's a couple of benefits to this. The first is that it's going to put some extra cash into your pocket um, to help, again, meet your income needs. But secondly, it's going to give you something to do and and a way for you to engage with the world around you, right? As you've probably seen in the news during the last handful of years, you may also be able to earn a few extra bucks by renting out a room or your entire home on Airbnb or similar platforms. And of course, getting behind the wheel for a few hours a week for Uber or Lyft is also another option. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, people who when they retire, they do that. And I'm glad you pointed out that a side gig might be as much about spending time with other people as it is about earning extra money. I think that's crucial. Yeah, it is, Tony. And why I bring that up is because I'm sure many of us have heard or had a relative or close friend who become seriously, you know, socially isolated after they've retired, right? Because now for, for many years, their social interaction was through their work. And now that that's ended, um, they're not interacting with people anymore. And for older people, social isolation can lead to adverse health consequences, depression, poor sleep quality, impaired function, accelerated cognitive de- decline, poor cardiovascular function, uh, even impaired immunity. So in the end, the social isolation can be prevented by just getting out uh, and interacting with people. And, you know, we've talked about this on other podcasts by by keeping yourself engaged both mentally and physically, you also can add years to your life because any of those um, consequences of social isolation that I mentioned are, are going to impact your health and, and cut short your your retirement years, whether they're cutting short by by just ending them or making them less enjoyable because you can't go out and do the things that you really want to. Yeah. And I think that's a really good insight, Peter. And it also occurs to me that if you're retired and working in, let's say, a coffee shop, that would be a great way to spend time around younger people who may be able to help you keep up on some of the latest trends uh, in music, books, and movies, things like that. I'm always interested in that. So uh, it's a small thing, but it may make your life more interesting and fun. Yeah, the truth is, Tony, you should really build a team, right? And what better way to build a team um, than to continue building friendships and relationships even into your retirement years? You know, especially if you're single and particularly if you don't have children, building a team that can be there for you as you age can seem a little daunting. But, you know, grab a piece of paper and a pen and start jotting down the names of people that you feel close to. Chances are that between your extended family and trusted friends that you have uh, people in your life that 
that you can re- rely on. And when something goes wrong or awry, that these people are the ones who are going to be able to step in and help you um, weather that storm. Yeah, and that's the key. Now, this has been another great episode, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, I just again want to to mention that complimentary consultation where we can sit down and start planning things out if you haven't or at least get a second opinion. You know, if you created a retirement plan, whether you're single or, or a married couple, you know, sit down, see if what you want to do in retirement, the finances and the savings that you have is actually going to make that happen. And if not, how can we make sure that we create a plan that's holistic in its nature um, to make sure that when you retire, that your retirement for the next 20 or 30 years is going to go exactly the way you want to. You know, Tony, we've touched on a number of things here, and I hope people kind of getting the picture that yes, the money part of this is very important, right? We want to make sure that you save money, that you protect it from market downside, but there's more than just money on the table. We also have to make sure that you're, you have purpose in your retirement and that you have uh, both your, your mental and physical capacities, especially when interacting with other people. So there's a lot on the table and, and certainly a lot that goes into creating a retirement plan. So give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us on the ivag.com to to start that conversation all right peter that sounds great good show today but listeners that does it for today's episode of the ivy retirement podcast with our host peter loffenberg thanks everybody thanks tony and uh, we'll see you next week thank you for listening to the ivy retirement podcast don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.